0: Den Talks podcast is powered by denanywhere.com. You guys go to denanywhere.com now, no matter where you live in the world, and you can take our classes virtually and live. Go to denanywhere.com and sign up for just $29.99 a month. You get a limited access to our classes with over 150 a month to choose from plus most of them are archived so if you can't make the exact time you can catch them later we still also have our workshops and our certifications now all accessible to you no matter where you are go to denanywhere.com Welcome to Den Talks Podcast. This is Tal, your host and the founder of Den Meditation. We are repurposing an amazing episode for this Thanksgiving week. The holidays look different. We know. It's probably really hard for some. They're hard usually for a lot of people. This episode is all about gratitude. We have Shannon Algio, and he talks to us about the practice of it. And it's a perfect thing to implement to your daily life. And he's the first to say it's not just a spiritual practice, but it is also a mental health practice. We can all figure out ways to incorporate being thankful for everything around us at all times, and he will give you actual practices and rituals to implement. So if you struggle with this, or you're like, ugh, it's so woo-woo, this is a perfect episode. Plus, he is delightful. He was voted the nicest yoga teacher for a reason. (laughs) You will enjoy it. I hope you do. Let us know, and happy holidays from everyone here at Dentalks. I'm so glad to have this conversation with you, because you exude so much light and happiness. And I feel like if there's anyone to speak gratitude with, it would be you. So Yeah. I, I know. I just feel like you exude gratitude. And I love that. Like even in the conversation we were just having when you're like you had to drive all the way out here or come back out and then something didn't work out, but you're like, it was perfect. It's exactly how it was supposed to be. Um but I do want to have this conversation especially with the holidays coming up and I feel like gratitude's such a buzzword now. Um, which is fascinating. and has become practice for people. So I just want to chat about it to talk about why, why it's a great thing to practice. What are the pitfalls of it? All of that good stuff. Um, so talk to me first. Let's just start with the general, like, do you have a clear gratitude practice or is it just kind of embedded in you?
1: Yeah. So I, uh, I swear by my gratitude practice and I do see it as a spiritual practice and, as a mental health practice, and it's so uh, it 's so easy when we wake up in the morning for our mind to go in one of two directions and one is to look at what is working and the abundance of our lives um, and the other is to look at what is not working and the lack what 's missing from our lives and you know whether it 's the Sensation of the warm cup of coffee or matcha or tea in your hands, or you know the green that you see around you, or your meditation practice, or your breath. Like we can always find something to be grateful for. There is always some quality, some tiny little pleasure of life that we can just acknowledge. Um, is is there, and it it really is like a like from a mind perspective, it's a mind training. Because it's like, we're creating that neural pathway. For me, it's like when I get up in the morning and I write three things that I'm grateful for. And that's, that's all I do, is I just write three things I'm grateful for. I don't make it too complicated. Uh, and it just gets my mind working in that direction. So now when I wake up, I'm like, there's a part of me that's aware if I haven't done my gratitude practice. And if my mind is kind of like anxious or in a space of lack, I'm like, I, I make the connection. I'm like, well, you haven't done your gratitude practice yet. Why don't you go get the journal and write down three things you're grateful for? And it's a shift. It's a shift. It's like, you know, in A Course in Miracles, it's like that shift in, in perception and perspective from fear to love. It's yeah. the shift from lack to enough. And it's, yeah, it's essential for me.
0: And I, I mean, I love what you just said, because to me, so much of it is, you know, I always shout like so much of life is about perspective, just the way you choose to look at it. And so I love that you're saying just this practice alone, if people might have the response, well, like, how can I look at it differently? It's like, well, this is how you can actually start. This is actually something you can physically and tangibly do that can help you redirect.
1: Yeah, there, there's... Um there are three things that I do in the morning. It's, it's a, and I got this from the five minute journal just to cite where I got this practice from, but it's three things uh, that I'm grateful for. Three things that would make today amazing. And then like three to five, I am statements. It takes less than five Mm. minutes to do that. And it always is so impactful, especially for me in addition to the gratitude what are three things that would make today amazing? Because my mind does not go there. My mind on, on default will go to like, what do I have to do? Oh God, what's coming for me? <laughs> like, I'm like, what's coming for me today? Versus like, what would make today amazing? An amazing interview with Tall. Like a great connection with Tall today would be amazing. So then it just shifts like, you know, of course I'm excited about this interview, but if, if I leave my mind to it, I might be like, oh God, I have to do that interview. Which is like, where does that even right. come from? Why would I think like that? Versus like, it would make today amazing if the interview was awesome and connected, then it's all of a sudden I'm living into a new reality that's very different.
0: And then do you feel like that starts to infiltrate into people's day to day and second to second? Like does it start shifting? Like for instance, when I came today, I went for parking, there was like no parking, weirdly, and I'd park kind of far away, not too bad. And I remember thinking right away, well, it's a beautiful day. At least I get to walk down the block. You know what I mean? And I kind of laughed. I'm like, oh, there's other times where I'm sure my reaction would have been more annoyed or tired or like, these are ten, you know, five minutes. I could have been doing something else. But actually, I was like, it's really pretty out today. This is such like a, a nice excuse. Yes. <laughs> so do you feel like the practice alone can start also affecting people and just moment to moment?
1: Absolutely. And and making those shifts, it's resilience. That's resilience, is the ability to shift, the ability to move from one state to another state, Uh, the ability to see things differently. That is mental resilience. Now, what I will say is there's a difference between shifting that perspective and having the resilience and spiritual bypass, which is like when I'm not, it's kind of like a, it's a fine line. Because Such a fine line. Yeah, it's like how do I actually? I don't want to force myself to skip feelings of sadness or disappointment or grief or even rage, uh, or any intense emotion, and and then tell myself, "Well, you should be grateful." You should be grateful. Look for what you're grateful for, because then it's kind of this like self berating, you know, voice pointing its finger saying you should be grateful. And that's not the essence of the energetic state of gratitude. So in order to sometimes in order to get, you know, our our mutual friend, Sean, uh, Sean Corn says this. Uh, you can't get to the bless you until you've gotten through the fuck you.
0: Fuck you, <laughs> I love it.
1: And so sometimes you have to let yourself like get through something that might not be working, uh, you know, working out well, and and let yourself feel the emotions, no matter what the emotions are. Let yourself feel the emotions, and then maybe what you're grateful for is that you let yourself feel. That sadness, and there's like even gratitude in the fact that you gave yourself space to feel that. Um, I do that a lot so so gratitude doesn 't mean that you 're putting on rose colored glasses and pretending like everything 's okay it 's actually finding the silver lining in the you know the very realness or reality of life
0: I think this is a huge, huge point that we should talk about because I feel like that is the pitfall of. Gratitude, which is it's so easy for people to start sugarcoating everything in their life or like you said, doing spiritual bypass and You know that can go from everything as simple as like you said to just like oh I'm fine I'm fine I'm so I'm so lucky you know it's almost like you picture like a religious Southern woman you know what I mean (laughs) like it's all great we're all fine you know and ready to explode inside Um, and I know that's a sweeping generalization that's from like my TV days I'm picturing like a caricature and I know that so people don't start screaming at me. But but also, like, in the sense, it can be extreme of, you know, not having the skill set to know how to extricate yourself from the situation. So whether you're, you know, in a bad relationship or a bad friendship or a bad job, instead of just placating yourself to I should be grateful for it and sticking somewhere, there is that fine line of not having to use gratitude to avoid either big changes or work or things you need to do. So, like, talk a little bit more about it because I do think this is – gray area that people actually don't chat about and it gets confusing for people
1: yes and and i i love that you're diving deeper into this because i think it it uh deters people from practicing gratitude because it does have this sort of like sugar like you know like fairy energy to it like oh must be nice to be grateful you know <laughs> like, if i had something to be grateful for like i would be grateful you know and and so there's a difference between you know life is challenging and life will throw curveballs and there will be challenges and hardships from time to time. Of course, that's inevitable. So the practice of gratitude is about being in relationship with with joy and and with uh, seeing that things are. You know, I think that there's a fundamental belief at the core of why I practice gratitude, and that is that I believe that. Everything is happening the way that it's supposed to, the way that it needs to, for me to get where I'm going, for me to be connected to my highest self, for me to learn the lessons that I need to learn, to grow and evolve as a human being. So sometimes things will happen and I won't nec- I won't like them. My ego won't like that it's happening this way or I'll have resistance to the curveball life is throwing. But... Ultimately, I get to a place of understanding, well, that curveball actually was essential because it prepared me to, you know, show up for that job interview or... um You know, I just think of moving, for me, moving back to Los Angeles recently and and grounding here. There have been so many opportunities for teaching and speaking opportunities and connections with people that I'm like, whoa, I really was meant to be here. It was difficult for me to uh, drive cross country like I did in June. And I was planning on being in New York right now. Uh, And then, you know, life threw some curveballs and stuff like that. And I ended up moving back to L.A., and that was like a messy, complicated process, but I, but I am so grateful for it because this is exactly where I'm meant to be. So instead of getting hung up on, and this happens for many of us, if I, if I was resentful to, oh, I shouldn't have driven my car across country, what a waste of like, you know, however much money it costs, like $1,500 to get across country and then ship my car back, I could be counting all that money that I quote unquote <laughs> wasted, right? I could go there. I could so go there, but I don't because. You're like, Let uh, me take a second. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wait a <laughs> second. No, I'm grateful <laughs> for every Airbnb I stayed at. I'm grateful for the magic on the road. I'm grateful for the tears I cried driving cross country. I'm grateful for uh, where being in New York this summer and the the person that I dated this summer. You know, totally had a like a little summer love relationship that was so beautiful and so perfect like there's so much that happened and i needed to be on that path that's where i needed to be and so gratitude is just recognizing okay it's not all perfect but there are things today there are things happening that i can acknowledge are happening for my highest good and that can be like a big thing, like oops, I drove cross country and I totally ended up back where I started, or it could be like the cup of coffee is warm. I like warm coffee. <laughs> like it 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 can range. Right.
0: And it's it's and for someone who is also like in a situation, like sometimes I think about the relations. like you had this awesome like love affair this summer, of someone's stuck in like a bad relationship it's it's that that finesse of knowing what to be grateful for, and it doesn't mean to stay in something that isn't right for you
1: yeah I, th- I think it's it's i mean we don't want to condone we don't want gratitude to be an excuse for us to stay in a situation that's harming us, and so ultimately, the question I always come back to is uh, is is this in service of my highest good, or how is this in service of my highest good and Gratitude is not an excuse to give away our power and to stay in a situation where we are being abused or there's a toxic dynamic happening. It's, it's a, it's a personal (laughs) practice. It's a personal practice. So even in like, even in the, that kind of challenging situation, if someone is in a relationship that's uh, toxic or in a, in a job that's toxic or going through a, you know, a major grief or loss, there are even things to be grateful for in that, you know, like the support of a friend, a listening ear, a heart to heart conversation, tears being cried, the release being felt, the yoga class that you go to that feels amazing, even in spite of all the chaos so so it's like gratitude can be used to buoy our spirits in those challenging times, but Shouldn't be used, and, and I don't think it's intended to be used as a means or excuse to stay in something. Um, or to, or to yeah, play play safe when we need to take a risk and change our circumstances to grow into who we're becoming.
0: What I kind of love about all this, it feels like the more you can practice gratitude, it ends up evolving into a relationship of trust of something more. So it's like just by practicing gratitude here, and I'm kind of doing like a surface level, you know, gesture, that ultimately what you're shifting to is, you know, this intangible trust with whether, whatever we want to call it, with ourselves, with the universe, of just knowing that we're exactly where we're supposed to be and there will be more. And it's like the more you can kind of evolve this gratitude and finesse it, the more then it becomes this, you know, I want to say sixth sense, but at this point, I feel like it's a seventh sense or an eighth sense, <laughs> like another sense of just, which will then indirectly help you understand why gratitude is so important. It's like because you can, for those really shitty dark times, understand, like you said, that there's an evolution happening or there's a growth that's happening and there's something that's coming out of this, you know, darkness. Um, and like, the more you'll understand that more, the more you can kind of exercise this muscle of gratitude.
1: Yes. Yeah. I love the way that you put that. And and, and that's what it is, is it's, it's mental musculature that's being built. It's, it's a, it's a wiring of the, of the mind to focus on, what is beautiful or what is there or what is good what is enough what what is pleasurable what is joyful uh, instead of focusing on I mean, I mean we can look at the alternative to gratitude the the, the other option which is I, I it, it's insidious in our culture uh, the more 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 like capitalist consumerism culture it it we could always be looking how the grass is always greener or I wish I had that car. If only I lived on that property or it was in that kind of house or that kind of relationship. And like, and it's kind of like the meditation practice. Like meditation is sitting with yourself where you are and being with what is gratitude is acknowledging the gratitude practice is acknowledging, Oh, there are things that are happening right now that are, that are beautiful and enough and here and, and now and that is, uh, that will we'll go unacknowledged if we don't take the time to see it. And, but the more that we practice seeing it, the more we see. And I think that's like sort of the gateway portal of abundance mm-hmm. through gratitude is when our minds do become conditioned to see the beauty of life, we start to see more things to be beautiful in life. And that's kind of like... You can't
0: take it if you can't see it. You can't own it if you can't see
1: it. Totally. And, and, and the, the never enough uh, wormhole, rabbit hole, that goes deep, you know? Like, it's like when, when we're on that, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, um, I love the way that Jerry and Esther Hicks uh, and Abraham Hicks talk about this concept of pivoting. Um, and the idea that the better it gets, the better it gets, the better it gets, and the worse it gets, the worse it gets, the worse it gets. And so, like, what? Uh, and they they refer to them as upstream thoughts and downstream thoughts. Upstream is like you're swimming upstream, and it's like, ah, oh, the worse it gets, the worse it gets, the worse it gets. I'm so tired. There's never enough. There's never enough. There's never enough. And then the better it gets, the better it gets, the better it gets is like downstream. It's like the abundant flow of life is carrying you downstream. And you're like, ah, yes, thank you for this water that's carrying me down. Thank you for the blue sky. <laughs> and so, I mean, that's kind of like an exaggerated re- uh, version of it. But that's how we are in our minds with life. Are we constantly swimming upstream and on in that you know trajectory within the mind of like oh this is so bad this is so horrible oh my gosh it's getting worse oh my gosh it's getting worse i mean i think we've all been in situations like that where it's like oh and now this is happening and now this is happening and it almost becomes this game of like what's the worst thing that could happen to me um yeah it's like not the most fun game uh versus like like those moments where something great happens and then something else great happens and then something else great happens and it's like we're almost obsessed with seeing, well, oh, what's gonna happen next? This is so awesome. My life is so wonderful. And, and I will say the way I'm talking about it right now is very like binary and there's lots of little in-between mundane versions of this, like the warm coffee, like the green grass. Uh, Which is why I think those simple things are always there for us to, like, strengthen our practice, um, which then builds. But I do,
0: I do think what you're, absolutely, and I do think what you're saying is so interesting, too, because it's like, look, there is polarity in the world, and so no matter what as beautiful as the world is, there's always going to be darkness there too, but you can put on whichever glasses you want is what you're theoretically saying. And you can have the glasses that only see and seem to focus on the details of the dark there too. And one feels like a nice, an easier ride down the river versus the other one is really difficult. So it's kind of like, again, which one do you want? It's like, they're both there to see. It's really up to you which one you want to see.
1: Yes. And and, and it's, this is why it's a spiritual personal practice, you know, and and why it's so important that anyone who takes this tool is taking it as a personal commitment to experience abundance and joy. Because if you look out in the world, yeah, there's plenty of beautiful things to see. There's also a lot of, you know, fucked up shit in the world. And, and so I, my spiritual practice is not, uh, Losing the connection to pleasure and gratitude, abundance, joy, freedom, and ease within myself as a spiritual practice, as a human right that like while I'm here in this body, I get to experience these things. And if I don't claim them as highly, highly valuable and important commitments in my life, then the world out there is not going to necessarily and will unlikely claim them for me. I must claim my gratitude. Uh, because otherwise, it's up in the morning, go go go, and not enough hustle hustle hustle. Like get as much as you can, and it it's not uh, it's not my it's not the commitment that I'm making. So so we have to make our own commitment, our own spiritual commitment to gratitude. Um, no one else is going to make it for us.
0: Do you you know it's interesting on that note too. Like when you're kind of self empowered, is there a Is there an element of humility that is involved with gratitude or no?
1: Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. I love that question too. It's a deep, um, I see gratitude as a deep reverence, a deep uh, wow. (laughs) Like wow. (laughs) And, and that's kind of an interesting state. Like, can you get yourself into that state of awe and wow? Like whether it's a hummingbird or, you know, now that I'm up in Topanga, we have like peacocks on our block and it's like, oh that, that's an easy wow because, you know, <laughs> D.C., Maryland, New York, okay. and L.A., I'm not used to having peacocks as neighbors. Uh, so it's like, wow. So So listen, like we are on this planet, this rock that's spinning around a fiery sun that's a convenient distance from the sun to have cultivated water and life on this planet and that life over like thousands and millions of years has turned into us. And then we're here looking at it. I mean, and seeing it and, and noticing like the moon and the sun and the spinning of the planet and all of these people who are here with us, like there are things to, to gawk at. I say the word gawk because it's like, wow, but it's, but it's also about deep reverence. You know, we, we don't get to be here. We're not going to be here that long, you know, in the grand scheme of things, but we are here in these bodies now and I'll never forget. I, I, you know, I keep hearing this message from teachers of mine and mentors and it's, I feel like it, it has to be one of the lessons of life. It's like we don't necessarily get tomorrow. We think we get tomorrow, but we don't know if we get tomorrow, but we definitely have right now. We're definitely here in these bodies now. So how do we want to show up? What do we want to choose? And to me, it, it would be a great travesty to not have gone through this day without seeing the beauty of it and, and acknowledging what I'm grateful for because there are things here to say thank you for and to have a deep reverence. And, and so, yes, it is, it is humility because, wow, you know, like I could not be here. There's so many possibilities in the world for me not being here, but somehow I am. So... Thank God. <laughs> well... Thank you. And, and likewise.
0: <laughs> what do you feel like on that note too? Is there a difference of like a kindness practice and a gratitude practice or are they linked?
1: I think that they're linked in the sense that if I've done my gratitude practice, I'm go- more likely going to be kind uh, because I am coming from that, that space of overflow. I mean, my, my intention and my prayer that I set every single day for myself now is, is may I be of service? May I be of service? Show me how to be of service. And and so much of how that actually functions is I am of service in my overflow. So it's like I fill myself up with gratitude. I fill myself up with meditation, presence, practice, yoga. And the overflow is the kindness, is the love, is the generosity, Mm -hmm. is the attention, is the presence that I'm able to give someone else. And... And so, yeah, it, you know, people are going through it, you know, like it's, it's a wild world out there and, and there's trauma in our world and people are suffering and not to, you know, say that that's what everybody's experience is all the time. Because, because of course that's not true either, but to take care of your own mental health, which to me, that is what a gratitude practice is. It is, it is a mental health practice for me. And in times where I have been in the like mental health struggles of anxiety or depression, I have gone to my gratitude practice as a daily commitment. And that has allowed me to show up in the world most definitely more kind and compassionate with others. Uh, So, yes, (laughs) yes to that. So, what were the three things you wrote down today when you woke up? So, I actually. Wrote down today, I am grateful for breath, feedback, and practice, which means for me, my uh, today was my yoga and yoga nidra practice,
0: but that's huge. I mean, I think that's such a great example because breath was one of them, which you have no matter what, as long as you're alive. Um, feedback is interesting because that's you know making yourself vulnerable. So, what some people could easily perceive as something negative, you're actually just embracing
1: I love it's, that. It, it's it's showing up today so i'm like okay <laughs> okay <laughs> like the feedback is coming you know and and
0: what's so special about hero bread soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas hero bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs five to 11 grams of protein and high fiber in every delicious serving Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition, ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.
1: It's um, The feedback I've gotten today hasn't been easy feedback, and, but it's feedback. And it could be easy for me to be like, oh, I don't want to learn today, universe. I don't want feedback. I just want to be in my bubble, my like little peace zone I've created for myself. But the reality is, is that the universe has feedback for me today.
0: How are you getting feedback today?
1: I am, uh, so I got some feedback from my publishing company about my first couple of chapters, really great feedback and challenging feedback. Because, you know, it's my first time writing a book, so I'm, like, creating something from nothing. Yeah, it's hard. With a publishing company, so I get to learn, you know, how to take feedback, and especially, like, really skillful and beautifully thoughtful feedback. Um, I also receive feedback from a friend Uh, around some things that I wasn't aware of that were bothering her, that involved our relationship. (laughs) Those
0: are are the hardest.
1: Yeah. So I was like, I don't want to deal with this, but here it is. (laughs) So I decided I'm grateful for the feedback.
0: Now, did you say you were grateful for feedback before the feedback came in and it happened to happen? Or was it after the feedback came in?
1: It was after the feedback. I did my gratitude practice a little bit later into the morning today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, so the feedback came, and, and then I was like, okay. <laughs> and it's kind of a thing. It's like if someone throws you a ball, if someone tries to throw you a ball, and you cross your arms and you turn away and you go, no, I'm not picking up the ball. That's how I felt energetically today. Like, no, like, I don't want it. I don't want it. But I'm like, that's how I'm being with life. Life is throwing me a ball. And so by me saying, I am grateful for feedback to me energetically, that was like, okay. I'm catching the ball. Let's do this.
0: Yeah, totally. It shifts how you relate, how you, what your relationship is with the notes and the feedback, for sure. Because
1: otherwise, I, uh, Tall, I love talking to you. Always, you make me think about all awesome, like <laughs> bold things. Today. I love you. I'm a victim. I'm a victim of the feedback. Woe is me. Woe is me. It's hard. Ugh. And, but by catching the ball and saying, you know what, I'm grateful for the feedback. It's just moving me in that direction of, you know what, I have the capacity to integrate this and this is actually for my benefit and we get to learn.
0: And look at how less, much less time you've wasted. Cause if you did the other way, you have to go, then you go through it. And then eventually you either don't get anywhere or you're going to get to the same place. So it's like, now you have all this extra energy that you can spend somewhere else.
1: Yes yes what i will say though like full transparency is i i went through it and chose feedback as the gratitude so, so like i i went through like emotions and frustration and anger and i even like i took my pillow and i hit my couch like <laughs> like emotion and and then i was able to i got through The fuck you, and I was able to get to the bless you. And that's what gratitude is. Gratitude is a blessing. And and so I what I will say is the resilience factor is because I'm I practice this and I'm committed to this, that period of time was is shorter.
0: That's what I was about to say, which is yes, of course you still go through it. But the fact that you literally did it, I'm gonna guess if it was from this morning and we're not, we're talking at noon today. So it's like it couldn't have been that much time and you already got to like, okay, I'm good. That's huge. Most people, it's weeks, years. It can be never, they never come around. You know, it's just the blame game. Then it's like my book didn't go because they didn't know what they were talking about. My script didn't go because not one network exec has any clue on how to do anything creative. I mean, you know, I, I trust me. I used to work in the business of notes and you hear it all the time and not to say everyone's brilliant and everyone's correct. And I used to give this advice to any writers and I would say that, which is, It's the notes might not always be great, you never know, but you have to be open to receive because usually, if you're smart enough and have the ability to stay back enough, there's a nugget of something in there. It might not be being delivered well, it might not be how you want to hear it, but if you have the ability to not take it personally, you can probably see what the issue is they're talking about. But when you go into the blame, then you can't even see that, and then you miss this amazing opportunity to have a better
1: relationship with whatever product it is you're creating. Oh my goodness, yes, yeah. Thank you for that. That it's, and, and, and it's that, um, it's that window. It, like I'm not special. I, I, and I just want to like name this for anyone listening. Like the fact that I was able to go through that is 100% uh, a credit practice. to the practice of, of this, of like how many times have I let something eat at my day or the week? Absolutely. Like, oh, no, like this life is too short. Again, like I don't know if I get tomorrow, like let's, like let's clean this up today if we can. Sometimes things linger and that's okay too. But the practice l- creates the resiliency that allows us to move through these things and not uh, have them get stuck for so long uh, in our minds, bodies, and hearts. And then, and then detract from our life experience
0: quick interruption you guys tt for teacher training we are accepting applications right now please join actually the early bird specials for one more week so if you can get in you get actually a huge discount so apply go to denanywhere.com the link for teacher training is there there again you do not have to want to be a teacher for this if you're just looking to really solidify your practice and go deeper it's perfect for you as well please go check it out again this is such an amazing program we've bred some incredible teachers and again people have just also found a deeper practice which i think is huge um, and also amazing certifications also coming your way. So please go to denanywhere.com and check them out. Hey guys, real quick. Saturday, December 5th, I've got Galsa Sound back for Dentox Live. These are virtual now. So online, go to denanywhere.com, get your ticket. Super easy. You get a Q&A and we are going to discuss all of the astrology that made up 2020 really now that we can look in hindsight so we can understand it you have a chance to ask questions as you know he's always incredible and these are always amazing so see you next saturday just so beautiful so you're so and then i want to later do a gratitude practice if you may but so talk about what a practice would it be a version of what you do what's a practice people can start with
1: Yeah. So I would write with your hand, like handwrite gratitude, uh, and just start with three things. You can also do a list, but for me, I found that doing like a full page list of things that I'm grateful for. Sometimes I wasn't doing it because I was like, Oh, I have to think of all these things. Start with three, write three things that you're grateful for. And if you're inspired, write more. Sometimes what'll happen is, uh, uh, what it, I, th- I think this might be another Abraham Hicks thing. Uh, gratitude rampage is like <laughs> sometimes you just want to get yourself on a gratitude train and just go 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 and just rampage with gratitude. So that can that can happen too. Another thing I'll say is if you want community, uh, I I like a couple of years ago I really wanted support or an accountability around my gratitude practice. So I started this Facebook group called "A Hundred Days of Gratitude," and uh, people share their gratitude list, either a picture of it or they, or they type it in the group and share their gratitude list every day for a hundred days. Uh, so it's kind of cool when you share your gratitude because it's like people are, re- some other people read what you're grateful for and it like inspires. Um, and I've also noticed sometimes it's like, it's cool to know that someone is going to read what I'm grateful for. It kind of like amplifies it when it's shared. So uh, yeah, the, I can send you a link tall if anyone wants to like join the hundred. I know.
0: I I love this. I have a question for you. Is it okay for people to repeat the same gratitude every
1: day? Like, like breath feedback practice.
0: Yeah. What if that was your same gratitude for three weeks in a row? Is that
1: okay? Yeah. I, I think every, I, my, sense is that everyone has agency to like develop their relationship to their own creative practice or their own gratitude practice. For me, I would feel like I would want to be more creative than that in my practice. Like, like tomorrow I'm going to want to switch it up. I'm going to want to be present and like feel what I'm grateful for in that moment. So, but if it helps someone to like commit to, okay, I'm going to focus on like being grateful for breath and feedback and and practice every day for the next however many days and really like focus on enhancing those qualities i think that could be powerful too
0: yeah i just don't want like i'm trying to think of people who might be literally just starting and live in kind of a world where they feel bombarded by negativity it's like if breath is the only thing they can figure out for you know 8 days straight like own it
1: right mm yeah. I, I love that. Like, like, okay, I'm going to focus on breath for the next eight days. Like, and, and how can you carry your gratitude practice out into your day? So, so once you've written it, maybe you focus on breath for the day, like quality of breath, depths of breath, taking breath, uh, giving breath and, and really experiencing the breath. I, I, I think that's kind of cool. Actually, I hadn't thought of that, but as like an intention, like a gratitude I love that. intention.
0: Yeah, I think that's great too. That's interesting. And also something like breath is so easy multiple times a day to remember to be like, yep, yeah, I'm thankful for it. You know what I mean? Because you're always breathing. It's like a good way to
1: like bring yourself back to the exercise. Yeah, it's, it's getting resourced. It's almost like, uh, like, well, I always have this. At least I know I always have the breath. I'm always going to be abundant with the breath. And yeah, like, just like you said, that's always something that we can check in and be grateful for.
0: So around the holidays, especially Thanksgiving, where, you know, grateful and Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving thanks become like one, you know, mesh together. What do you think is, you know, something people should keep in mind as far as a way to help get through? Because, I look, family time can be really triggering for most people in some shape or form <laughs> and exhausting and travel. And then, like, plenty, you know, like there's a lot of travel. There's like so many things are in the element to go wrong with, you know, if you're going to look at it that way. So it's a tough time for a lot of people. So what's a way to bring gratitude into that? And again, what are the pitfalls to make sure you're not forcing yourself into situations because you're supposed to be grateful?
1: Mm. Well, don't go home and be with your family. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Just
0: stay clear.
1: (laughs) Um, I'm actually not going to be with my family this year, but that's not why <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're coming out here for Christmas. Anyway, yes, I think the, I mean, Thanksgiving is so interesting because when you have a daily gratitude practice, like Thanksgiving comes around and you're kind of like, well, what's the big deal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I do love Thanksgiving and I think it's Me a too. beautiful time to like really reflect on gratitude and to, and to prioritize gratitude and uh and yeah i think that the the simple things when you're traveling like always coming back to what's simple like you know travels can go awry sometimes hopefully everything will be so super smooth for you but sometimes travels can have a a bump in the road or maybe the sister says something that rubs you the wrong way or someone gets triggered that happens you know and Or it's like, oh, my dad is acting like that. And that's when he acted when I was three. And now, oh my gosh, it's like, I still feel the same way. It's like, so these things can happen. Or like, she wants to make the stuffing like that, but we always make the stuffing like this. It's like, there's all of these opportunities for frustration or or tension. And so I think for me, and because I was traveling most of this year and was doing my gratitude practice this whole year for the most part, uh, I always came back to like the simple things, like what simple things can I ground in? For me, like like 20 minutes of meditation, morning matcha and my gratitude practice, like I can ground in those things. So some days I'm grateful for my gratitude practice. <laughs> like I, I literally, I'll be grateful for gratitude. I'm like, I'm grateful I'm actually doing this. Uh, and that. that would be my advice is like, keep it simple. Uh, this doesn't have to be like, oh, I'm grateful for a Tesla. You know, like (laughs) we don't need that to come through to be grateful.
0: Why do you say it should be written down?
1: Yes. Yeah. I really, I really believe in the power of, of writing down the gratitude because there's like, there's a manifestation that happens when you write it on the page and you, because if I just sit there and I think about what I'm grateful for, that works but, like I have to you have to be really focused and diligent to like think about three things that you're grateful for and not get distracted or not have them be kind of like an elusive thought. So writing it down, it just creates like this energy of really pinpointing it and bringing it to life and naming it. Um, so I think writing it works really well for a lot of people.
0: Amazing. Amazing. Um, just three things.
1: Just write three things.
0: Just three things every day. Yeah. I love this. I think this has been amazing. I'm so glad we got to have this conversation. Um, stay tuned because he will uh, walk us through a practice. Um, look, I love gratitude. It's always weirdly been part of my practice, even before I knew it was a thing. I, I just I almost start like every meditation with what I'm thankful for and almost end it the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think it is huge for shifting perspective. And people don't realize how much it will just change your outlook on your minute, your day, your life, someone else, your interactions, it will just start to really shift. Like you said, when you do get negative or reactive space, which we all do, no one is immune to that, it helps you pull yourself out. It's just huge. Some people don't have the skill set to pull themselves out ever. And that's like, I mean, imagine being stuck in mucky waters the whole time. It's just uncomfortable. <laughs> it's an uncomfortable place to live.
1: It's so true. And, and I, I, don't, I honestly don't know what else is so uh, useful. Like, I don't know what else there really is other than the practice of gratitude to make that shift. It's so practical and, it, and there's always something there. And the question is like, can we harness the power of willingness to direct ourselves in that new direction?
0: I love that, harness the power of willingness. Because it's true. You just have to be willing to look for it. Yeah. And you don't have to look very far. And that's what's always, you know, for someone who's like very resistant to this practice, I always laugh because I'm like, it's so easy. You know, I do this with my daughter, like every night when we go to sleep, I'm like, what are you grateful or thankful for? And she makes fun of me. And it's always like, you go, I'm only doing one thing. And sometimes just to be a wise ass, she'll be like, I'm thankful for like, and she'll make a joke of whatever she's holding because she thinks that'll like upset me. And I'm like, great. (laughs) And I just leave it. I'm like, great. (laughs) Because part of me is like, that's it too. You can be really grateful or thankful for anything. Yes, are there gigantic things in her life she could be grateful and thankful for? Of course. But if it's, if it's for the doll she's holding in her hand, then fantastic.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we all have- Like the- you're not getting out of this. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> pick something. Yeah, and we all have the agency to choose whatever that is for us on a given day. And, and I think that that's the beauty and like the creativity in it is like you get to choose- what yep. you feel grateful for, and that's a and, good point. Yeah, and that's, and if you don't feel grateful for something or you're struggling to really feel that, then choose something else. Like, I think that, that that's something that I practice that I don't even realize that I'm just naming now, is like, I, I write the shit that I feel like I can genuinely say, yep, I'm I'm grateful for this. And, and I don't force myself to BS, it
0: that's huge I think that's an important point to make so it's like if in a moment you're really angry at something or don't feel it don't name it
1: right. totally yeah like like there might be a friend and like we got in a little thing and like I'm like I'm, I wish I was grateful for her but I'm I'm not there yet and that's okay but you right. know what I'm grateful for the feedback. I'm grateful for the warmth in the coffee cup, Um, you know, and that's genuine. And I think that's so important. If you want to be consistent with this practice is you must be in a relationship with genuine gratitude with yourself or otherwise you'll just feel like it's like this practice of of bullshit to yourself. Yeah. Bullshitting.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, why waste your time? And the only person listening or looking at what you're writing is you so like you don't have to like impress anybody
1: correct keep it real
0: yeah but it's true it's like you don't always have to be thankful for the roof over your head though you might be like that might be one every single day which is great but it's there is a freedom to this i love that
1: yeah we get to choose we get to choose it's a creative practice
0: that's the creative part i know everyone thinks they're not creative but everybody is
1: yeah, you make up. You make it up what you're grateful for. There's so many things that you could choose, but you get to choose it today, and 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 focus on that, and that will create the some level of ripple effect shift. And we think it's a, it's like meditation. It's like really, this is going to make a difference. But then you do it, and then you start to like do it so much that you're like, oh my gosh, I must meditate today because I know how much of a, an effect it has on my day. Right. But I didn't. I didn't have that when I first started meditating. I was like, really?
0: Right. It took time. But like, so what would you do if like you were waking up and you're in bed and you pull, like pull your journal to the side and then you're like, I'm grateful for how warm and cozy these sheets are. I'm grateful for feeling lazy. I'm grateful for this. Like, and then it's like, you can't get out of bed into your practice. <laughs> when does it start working against you?
1: <laughs> I'm grateful for sleep and warmth and coziness and you're just snoring.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Like
1: I'm grateful for
0: maybe today. now. I guess, but look, you know, if you have to skip your practice sometimes, I guess that's okay too.
1: I think so. I, I think for me, it's like, it's about the longevity of consistency. So if I miss a day in a week, I focus, again, I focus on like all the days I did meditate, not the one that I didn't.
0: Right. I think that's huge, even though we're not talking about practice today, but I think that's such a huge thing because I think that's why so many people don't start it or stay in it because they always feel like they're failing. Which is the same thing with the gratitude. It's like, so if you forget to write it down one day, go back the next day, who cares? You know, be thankful you're back at it.
1: Oh yeah. And that's what makes it a practice is it doesn't matter the days you missed. It matters like, have you harnessed that willingness to do it now?
0: I love that. It matters the days you do it, not the days you missed. That's motivating, I think. Cause then it's like, oh yeah, I did it today. Not like, oh, I didn't do it yesterday. So what's the point? (laughs)
1: totally the universe isn't like like oh gosh she didn't meditate yesterday like like it doesn't what what happened yesterday like really doesn't matter <laughs> it's like That's right it's, it's what's happening now yeah it's like today like this is it amazing it, you're the best oh go ahead and keep going oh i was just going to say like it i it's so funny how i have to trick myself to do yoga in the morning and some mornings <laughs> i like i fail and then i don't and failure is not getting on the mat um but That's fine too. But today I have to like set my my Amazon Alexa for a 20 minute timer. And I'm like, okay, all you have to do is 20 minutes. And then 20 minutes are up. And I'm like, ah, this is alarm is going off too soon. I need more time. And then I set for another 20 and then another 10 and then another 10. And so like, literally I have to trick myself into doing these like increments of yoga. That's hilarious. I actually want to do the whole thing, but like, there's some part of me that just needs to like manage it as like, okay, all I have to do is 20 and that's enough.
0: I'm like that too, actually. The more I'm like, this is my small version of my practice, all I have to do is that. And then we'll see what happens. And some days, like you said, it like triples, quadruples. Some days it's just that.
1: But I'm more, likely,
0: I'm more likely to do it.
1: Yes. And I think that that's so important is we have to have that like minimum practice that just gets us like on the mat or on the cushion or writing the gratitude. So for you, if it's like, I write down one thing I'm grateful for, like we're talking, this takes like maximum 10 seconds, right? right. Like. <laughs> So start where you can and set the expectations so that you're in the practice and not like sabotaging because you think it's it's, like a whole big thing.
0: I love it. You are awesome. I feel like this is so much amazing advice and mind. it's very thought provoking too because I feel like, again, gratitude is a buzzword, but there is, you know, some real shit behind it. So I'm glad we got to chat about
1: it. Yes, Tall. Well, as you know, I, will, I love chatting with you and we'll do it anytime. So thank you so much. I always love talking
0: back. to you. Mwah, you're the best. Mwah. So now Shannon's going to lead us in a gratitude meditation practice.
1: Okay, so let's start off by finding a comfortable seat. Or if you're listening to this and you're on the go, you can just continue to listen and go through this practice with us. If it's possible and you are able, go ahead and close your eyes. And just take a moment to feel your sits bones, your seat on the ground or in the chair if you're sitting, or your feet on the ground if you're walking or standing. Just take a moment to connect to the earth energy, feeling a sense of acknowledgement of the ground, reverence, and gratitude for the space that the ground provides for you to be here. And as you feel the ground beneath the body, begin to just feel a gentle length through the spine, upward through the top of the skull. Let's take a deep inhale together. And exhale out the mouth. Ha! <sighs> Make a sound, ha. <sighs> Deep inhale into the belly. And exhale out the mouth. And once more, deep, full body inhale. When you get to the top, suspend the breath, and then take another little sip into the nose. And exhale, release, and let it go. For this practice, we'll focus on gratitude for the ground and for the breath. Bringing the awareness to the body, receiving the breath, and the body releasing the breath. And gratitude for the body's capacity to inhale and to exhale. For the next few moments, just notice the natural rhythm of inhalation and exhalation. Feeling a sense of appreciation reverence and gratitude for the body's ability to breathe. And then again, bringing the awareness to the body's connection to the earth and the earth's connection to the body, feeling a sense of appreciation, reverence, and gratitude for the stability of the ground, the earth, and this space that contains and holds the body. And taking the next few moments and breaths to just sit or stand and be with the breath and with the earth. Feeling how both air and earth support the body in its aliveness and vibrancy. And then gently bring the hands to the center of the chest, palms pressed together. When you're ready, just feel each finger press against its opposite finger. Palms just gently pressing inward. Can rest the thumbs on the sternum and lift the sternum into the thumbs, feeling connection between the hands and the heart. Take a deep inhale into the whole body. And then exhale, just gently bow the chin to the chest, honoring and acknowledging your heart and the wisdom and intelligence that lives inside the cells of the body. in gratitude for all of the space within the body all of the life, aliveness, presence, and potent life force that lives within. And may we remember to see that which we are grateful for. May we remember to open our eyes to the world of wonder, of possibility, of joy, pleasure, and connection. And may we take the time to identify what is working in our lives and have gratitude for all that is unfolding before us. Deep, full inhale. And deep, complete exhale, letting it all go. So be it, and so it is. Thank you so much for joining me for this gratitude meditation. Have a beautiful day.
0: Dentalks Talks podcast would not exist without these incredible people, Nicole Rappi, Reem Edan, Hayden Fungheiser, Kim Bielek, and music by Alex Fetter. Thanks for joining us. If you haven't subscribed, please do. And also, wherever you listen, please go and leave us a review. It's so greatly appreciated. It really does help us out. If you want to keep talking about all this stuff, please join our community on our secret Facebook page. Go to Facebook, search Den Talks podcast, and join us there.
1: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas?